This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This week, it's all about football's biggest stage. Here comes pressure, and they've gotten to him. The ball is out in the end zone, and it's recovered by Malik Jackson for the touchdown. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen online at warrenallen.com. Super Week with Isaac and Sue. On 1080. Woo, baby, it feels good, man. The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy. What's up? Super duper. Good afternoon. I'm feeling great. Good day. Good. Sun is out. It's not raining. Yeah, Let's you know, um, I have a, I have a, <clears throat> I have a meteorologist for a neighbor. <laughs> yes. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. He said I should play golf tomorrow. Oh, look at that. So that means if I should play golf tomorrow. Everyone should play golf. You all should play golf tomorrow. Look at that. You getting the insider tip yeah. from the meteorologist. I said, well, I can't play golf tomorrow, but I am playing on Saturday and Sunday. He went, mm-hmm. eh. Not so good. You got the inside scoop as opposed to everyone else that just opens a weather app. He said uh, feel- 60 degrees in some parts of the state. Ooh, do you? F- but tomorrow. Does it? matter if it's not in this part of the state well that means it's going to be warm I was residually to, well, i understand i mean it, unseasonably warm but that's like saying if it's if it's 110 in ben what does that mean here like in well, some means parts it'll of the probably be pretty warm here why wouldn't you just tell me what the temperature is in where i'm at well i don't think he knows that well, i mean he's, he's not a he's not a well he is a meteorologist prognostic oh <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, well, his, wouldn't his whole job be to tell you look, what the weather is tomorrow, right? It just seems like an odd... He says it's going to be nice. I understand, but d- d- does that that seems like a very odd no. boast. When I heard that, I went, oh, that means it's going to be nice here. Uh, Maybe not 60, Oh well, but, but nice. Let's look. All right, but Let's it, look. Does it make you feel better? Follow me on this. Yes. If I told you, hey, it's going to no. be it, tomorrow. Yes. You should play golf because it's going to be 60 in some parts of the state. Yeah. Or I told you, hey, you should play golf tomorrow. It's not going to rain. It's going to be 50. The 60 makes you feel better? Yeah. 10 10 degrees warmer. But places that you're not. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) Like I said, it's all all relative. Huh. I'm, I, look, I, I'm not a meteorologist. uh, You are not. That confuses me a little bit. I am uh, I am thrown for a little bit of a loop on that one. Daily. It says hey, Buck, 53 tomorrow. In case you didn't know, well then, why not just say that it's 53? I don't know. Why don't you call him? <laughs> He's your Jesus. neighbor. Hey, Buck, you should play <laughs> golf tomorrow here down in the Bay Area. It's going to be in the high 60s. What? <laughs> huh? In some parts of California tomorrow, I'm sure it's going to be 82. What? A very weird 
flex on the part of your meteorologist. Uh, I can't pretend to understand, though, where they get or derive their information from. I know they, that there models. are patterns and models and algorithms. Models. and It's all about chat, models. Chat GPT. Models. Chat GPT, yeah. That's what they're doing now. You, AI. Just ask, you ask AI what the weather is, then you go on and you pull your Andy Carson, and next thing you know, you got Rob excited about playing golf. You know, weather betting is becoming a thing. Did you guys know that? It's, we, we were going to talk about it once, then we got derailed by something. Yeah, I have a note on that here. Well, I mean, I suppose you can bet on just about anything, so why not? Well, why not the weather, right? Yeah. I mean, I... I mean, it's... There are no guarantees that the weather is the way they say it's going to be, so... Well, I'm assuming, like, the over-under, like, if they tell you that it's going to be 53 tomorrow, then wouldn't you set the over-under at 52 and a half, right? And you, you, yeah. And you go from there. John Holden is an associate professor at Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. and he says weather betting is effectively like sports betting. He is an expert in sports policy and explains why many people are getting into the betting game. People will place a bet on... Will we have rainfall? Or how much snow will a certain place get? Or will what will be the first day of snowfall? Uh, weather betting emerged and gained popularity during the pandy. Mm. When the pandemic hit and sports shut down in March, most people remember the NCAA tournament was canceled. Within a day, virtually everything shut down. Uh, there was nothing to bet on. The sports world naturally shut down, and sportsbooks were looking for something to attract customers. One of the popular things that emerged was betting on Russian table tennis, and another was betting on the weather. I do remember during COVID, like being able to, like, y- there was Korean volleyball, uh, there were some cricket matches. Yeah, just some random stuff. And by the way, it was like female Korean volleyball. And you're like, and hey, why not? I'll take the Sunyi Tigers uh, plus six. Yeah, why not? Let's I go. Do remember when that Korean baseball league was essentially the first sport to really restart, the first team sport? And uh, I was I was lining up at the window to bet on some Korean baseball when it came back. Yeah, yeah. We were. Uh, I bet you were. <laughs> me and my buddy were watching. There was a UFC fight this last weekend. It wasn't a, a big one. It wasn't like a big pay per view. It was just on ESPN Plus, and uh, he was live betting it. And we had had a few, and. We had no idea who anyone was except for the final two guys. The reasons why fights, why we were betting certain fights, it, it's it's mildly embarrassing and a bit shameful. But uh, let's just say that it was it was a lot of fun. Knowing absolutely nothing about what's happening, you're like, oh, I like the look of this or you know, just a lot of things that we shan't get into. But it was uh, it was interesting. When we, when we were we were placing those those yeah it's bets. almost like going to the track and watching the horse walk in the circle first before you go to the window absolutely <laughs> yeah I've done that it's it's great or it's like the you know like the office assistant who doesn't watch sports who wins the office pool yeah for March Madness same sort yep. of thing she's like well I like the Chanticleers <laughs> you know so she wins yeah well he was he was down you're down big and then we made a rousing comeback and then the one fight that we actually knew who the two people were, then we 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 lost everything again. But the one... Yeah, because you have bias. The, yeah, the loss that we had, the big loss, was the one on the one fight that we were like, oh, yeah, we, we know this one. Well, you don't know it. You just have biases about it. Yes. And that's <laughs> the beauty of betting when you don't know anything. You have no bias. <laughs> no. It's probably well, better that way. At one point, there was a, there was a Japanese guy that was fighting, and uh, so I, I texted my gal. She always loves when the Asian fighters are up, and I said, hey... Said this guy's fine. She goes, "Hey, that's my hometown, so you better believe we had to lay a wager simply because the guy fighting was from my lady friend's uh, hometown." Yeah, and you know what? There you go. Paid off. Hey, guy won. So clearly, if you're from Nagoya, you can whoop ass. 
Now, that strategy hasn't always paid off for me, but that night it did. Yeah, I remember when uh, Tony Soprano got cleaned out because he bet on a horse named Meadow. So yeah. it doesn't always work. No, out. no. Well, you know, you, don't, you never win them all. <laughs> no, especially the ones where you think you know. Well, this says betting laws. If you're wondering, where can I bet on the weather? All you degenerates are, like, shaking out there after my hot weather gambling talk. Oh, yeah. Uh, you cannot bet on it in the United States. Our betting laws are too strict it's at like, the moment. Well, give it time. At the moment. A couple years ago, everyone was freaking out over sports gambling. Now they're in stadiums. The other one, too, is that you can't bet on, like, uh, elections. But the U.K., you can. Remember, like, on the, the when the presidential elections were going down, we were checking the live betting odds. I guess over in Europe, that's a whole thing. You can bet on who's going to be POTUS. Oh, offshore accounts, you can bet on all kinds of stuff. You can bet on entertainment futures, award shows. You can bet on celebrity couple breakups. There's all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, the, especially in, in, in London and, or in Europe, the Brits are crazy about it. Well, this one, in Canada, they're saying the sports books that are legal up there take mm -hmm. bets on the weather. Yeah. All right, well. So go to Canada. Hey, that's not a long drive. Yeah, It'll be here before you know. A couple it. hours, you can zip on up to Vancouver, check out some hooky, and uh, play some weather bets. And by the way, that does seem very Canadian. I just like if you ask me who would bet on the weather, I feel like Canadians. That would be right in there. Looks like house. it's uh, going to be a little chilly tomorrow, <laughs> eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, a little chilly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, about to, but it'll be theirs will be in Celsius, so I'll be confused and I won't understand what's happening. Mm. But you know, yeah, that always throws me for a loop when I get hit with the Celsius. You would think that after all these years, I would have figured it out. Like the metric system, I got a rough handle on, but for whatever reason, uh, Celsius, eh, not so much. Well, my neighbor and I are going to start a weather betting consortium, and uh, so well, we'll let you know how it goes. Got your own book. Well, he's got the he's got access to the models. He's got inside info. Rob's out there breaking thumbs because the old man down the street can't pay up on his weather bets. No, 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 no. They always say if you're selling your picks. No. What do they say? I don't know. If you're selling your picks, they're not that good because you don't you shouldn't need to sell. If yeah. your picks are so good, Vegas. just go to the book and win. Yeah, Vegas. You don't have Dave. to sell them. No. So what we're saying is. My man next door, he's he's usually right about the weather. I I put a little money in, he puts a little money in. I'll run the bets in up to Canada, get a little private jet. I got a I got a buddy of mine, uh, and uh, we'll cash in. I got a buddy of mine from north of the border. I we can probably facilitate that. You know, well, little... I don't think we want you as part of our consortium after all this s talk. Oh well, <laughs> you, great! You, just, you ruined your chance. I've just outed myself. That's right. Crap. So I'm, I'm looking at my offshore book and the sort of exotic uh, yeah. bets that you can place here. Uh, you can bet on the next politician to have classified documents seized by the FBI. Who's the favorite? Uh, Mike Pompeo. Plus one seventy five. Oh, really? Good yeah. That, plus what? Plus one seventy five. Hmm. Followed by Kamala Harris plus four hundred. Then Barack Obama plus four fifty. Uh, then you know you, you, it goes on. But those are the, the sorts of things that uh, if you think you know something. Wait, it goes on. Keep going. Okay. Um, let's see. Who else? Anthony, uh, Anthony Blinken, 10 to 1. Yeah. Rex Tillerson, 10 to 1. George W. Bush, 12 to 1. Ooh. Hillary Clinton, 12 to 1. <laughs> Bill Clinton and Dick Cheney, 14 to 1. John Kerry, 14 to 1. Al Gore, 20 to 1. Condi Rice, what? 22 to 1. And Dan Quayle, 25 to Dan 1. Dan Quayle. Someone, someone thinks Dan Quayle has top secret <laughs> documents somewhere? I, in fact, no. Somebody well, thinks that someone likes the twenty-five to one odds so much they'll, yeah. they'll you'll the sucker will bet into it. Those aren't even great odds. No, like, not. I would think. Who Dan, do you think the best odds on that list are? Because I have a few ideas. Well, I, like I would assume it's people that are still in the, the still in the know or right at like 
Dan Maybe. Qu- Dan Quell, like that that number should be like two thousand to one. No one's rating Dan. See, Quell. I I feel like, and I know nothing about this. Only just what's happened recently. And my first thought about this betting angle mm-hmm. would be since the last two U.S. presidents have had classified documents. Yeah. You go back. Perhaps the, it's just very common that a president you go back has to, classified documents. So when I heard Obama plus four fifty, I'm like, ooh. I thought they were But then <laughs> I heard Clinton plus twelve hundred. Yeah. And he's way shadier. So I'm gonna go hey, Clinton. You could sprinkle a little on both. You know what? That's, Clinton plus twelve hundred is I, a good bet. I'll tell you what, that's not terrible logic. Although I feel like I feel like everyone already knows what Bill's up to, and they've yeah, just kind of. Right. I feel like so all maybe the, Obama's a better bet. Yeah, I think Obama. Because now we're 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 so he skated for a while, but now that Biden, yeah, Pence, more, and Trump all have some them, more pressure. Now they're looking under his skirt. I feel like any, wait <laughs> up his skirt. I feel like anything that Clinton has has been appropriately slashed and burned at this point. Like he got out of the Epstein thing fairly yeah, unscathed. That's a good point. And if you notice that all the the Dems have just kind of pushed him to the side, yeah. like for the longest time he was their champion and hero. And now he's just that weird uncle that got a little inappropriate at the party, and now no one invites him. Like now it's just like Bill, just go away. Was there another president? Oh, George W. What were yeah, his odds? George W. I uh, think his were twenty to one. That's a good bet too, because he went through some s. <laughs> you know. I skipped off the page though, because now I'm looking at the entertainment futures. Well, let's let's hear that. Yeah. Well, well hold this on. Is a fun I'm, still, game. I'm still pulling them up. Uh, okay, so you could bet on uh, you can bet on best actor and actress for the Academy Awards. Oh. Um, Let's see what else we have. But my, don't they usually know those? Like, yeah, my family runs a. They're they're all into that. They do like an Oscar party where they bet. And my sister hits. Like, there's some of those people like you can do enough digging, you can hit that thing. Yeah, who's at, best actor this year? At a pretty good. Clip. Uh, it it looks Brendan like Fraser. Brendan Fraser in a landslide. He's minus two twenty five to yeah. win. The whale. He's making all the rounds right now. He's on Stern. And, He's a good dude. Is he? Yeah. Great dude. I heard. Read up on Brendan Frazier. I don't know. I, I heard and I, I listened to the interview with him yesterday, and boy, he's it, fantastic. It was it was a bit much for me. Uh, who else is on there? Uh, on on just best actor, yeah, or other yeah. category. Uh, so Colin Farrell is next for the Banshees of mm-hmm. Sharon. By the way, that's um, pretty good. I heard that was. I love good. Colin Farrell, but he ain't gonna win it. Then Austin Butler like for Elvis. Yeah, See, it's all, it's got to be a, a darling. Well, and he and he's not. No, Colin Farrell though that movie, uh, the the Banshees one. Um, same people that did In Bruges, same two actors. That is one of the stranger. In Bruges is a great flick. If you like it, it's same director, same two actors. Um, and I don't like movies. That's a good flick. You should watch this. You don't because like movies? It's, it's just, I'm just not a big movie guy. It's bizarre, but it's really, really well done. It takes done. a lot for me to really like a movie. I mean, I watch them, but I, it's like, I'm usually disappointed. In Bruges is really good. No, I then, thought that was excellent. Then watch the Banshees of Inshiran. I think it is. Yeah, is I probably won't. You but. won't. But anywho, all right. What go. else? And what the else? Austin Butler kid. The movie's not that good, but he is a phenomenal Elvis. In well, Elvis. I mean, this looks like it's pretty much just the Academy Awards yeah. that they have on here right. uh, at mm. present. When's it? When is that? That's coming oh, up. Right? Hold on. You can also bet on Big Brother Brazil. Or, you can bet on celebrity boxing. Hold it's on. Like let's March see like tenth or eleventh, something like that. Oh, I thought it was that was in February. I don't think so. I think it's in March. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you ever go, uh, if you if you ever been back east, have you ever gone to any of the uh, the Asian countries? Uh, no, boy, I'll tell you what. If you want to gamble, uh, just on the street, go go over <laughs> over there. On what? <laughs> anything, anything, and everything, and it's everywhere. Is any sort of little. There's just a lot of things that you can gamble on. 
the they have truly embraced the gambling culture. A lot of alleys, a lot of little books, a lot of games just popping up. Uh, it's sometimes it's a little frightening because it's just seems shady as all get out, but uh, it's fun. They have like the big markets there, and they have like the board up, and like they're doing live odds, like they're writing it out in chalk, and people are clapping and yelling, and and then it'll be some you know just be some there'll be there'll be a fight or there'll be like a random sports game and it doesn't in any way seem like it's a big deal but the locals there are betting on it and it's a lot of fun you don't understand really what you're doing but you know you throw it through yen up there and uh that's how i felt when i went cockfighting that was well i didn't understand have you uh oh no i'm totally kidding oh that happened well i told you i'm over one no i know i have here the odds to play and you can bet on the next james bond after daniel craig ooh 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 Favorite. Favorite is someone, I don't know who this is, Aaron Taylor Johnson? He's the guy from Kick-Ass. Oh, okay. He so, won't get it. He's not famous He was enough. in Bullet Plus 150, train. nearly nearly even odds. Well, Daniel Craig wasn't a big deal, uh, really, before he got Bond. He's bigger than that guy. Nobody knows who that guy is. Well, Followed by maybe. Henry Cavill, plus 250. Ooh, oh, God, I hope not. James Norton, plus 300. Uh, Reg Jean Page, uh, plus 600. I don't know who that is. Tom Hardy. Ten to one. James Norton's not a bad idea. I could see that. The correct answer is Idris Elba. Ooh, but he's fifteen to one. That's the one I like. Is, is Idris Elba? Idris Elba. Yeah, because they because they're all woke. Yeah, everyone. You know, apparently we're gonna freak out because Bond can't if he's be black. White. That's right. A fictional character can't be black. Right. Harry Styles fifty to one. <laughs> what? Styles. Dev Patel eighty to one. Not a good bet. <laughs> Tom Hardy. At what? What was his odds? Uh, ten what, to one. Yeah, it's not a bad little bet. No, I love Tom he's Hardy, great. But, but Tom Hardy isn't really uh he's not a like a gentleman. He's not a suave sort of No, he's not. You know, they Daniel Radcliffe, aka Harry Potter, oh, hundred to one. Get out of here. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, hundred and fifty to one. Is there a woman on the list? Uh Anna de Armas, I don't know who uh, and Daisy Ridley. Uh Daisy Ridley was the Star Wars, uh she was Ray, and the other one is the uh Oh, and uh, Ruth Nega. I don't know who that is. She was the one in the Marilyn Monroe. She was in the first Knives Out. She's total smoke show. But that was the one that everyone was in rage about because the there was a, a quote from a, a director or whoever was in charge of the Bond property that said they were said something to the, the, the tune of they're going to try to update the character and make yeah. and everyone was like, Oh my god, which means it'll either he'll everyone's like, Well, he's gonna be gay or he's gonna be a woman. Right. And then of course we all have to on the internet then yes, yell and we scream. will have to freak out. We have them. to freak out. Um, it's like when they made the little mermaid black and everyone for some reason whoa. was upset because Wait, a fictional what? Yeah, they're doing Little a, Mermaid is black? Yes. They're oh. doing a live action right. Little Mermaid and they made uh Ariel black and apparently a sh- an S-ton of people Whoa. cannot handle a fictional character that doesn't exist because she's a mermaid, can't handle her being dark-skinned. Right. Like, why would they care? Well, Doesn't be- that just because show? You're, you're interrupting my whatever, you know, view I have of the world and how dare so you. So they're racist. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I'm all for Anna de Armas. Hey, yo. Yeah, she's something else. She'd be great. I like Idris Elba. He's good, too. The correct answer is is what Idris Elba. You think that's the he and he's eleven to one. He fifteen to one. Dreams of James Bond. Yeah. yeah, he just has that air. He's like dignified and proper, but also Bond, badass. Bond has to be or her, whatever. But I'm gonna go with he. 
Bond has to be the guy that every it's the old every man wants to be him and every woman wants to be with him. There's you have to be there's a coolness. It's you got to be Fonzie. Now uh, the text line is saying that Idris himself has said he won't do it. Well, that's stupid, uh, that's why bad. he's dropped because I thought he used to be one of the favorites. He, 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 I think he was at one point. He so would have been it. perfect. You know who else? And he's not British though that could pull this off is McConaughey. Mm. Hmm. Have you ever seen the gentleman? Yeah. Yes. He, that is. I don't know. He is James Bond. I don't know. Get one of those handsome model-looking guys. They'll do a great job. You know. Yeah, but I, I would like, like those first those top three guys. I, would, I looked them all up. They're all beautiful. I would like someone that could act, unlike Henry Cavill, who, you know, he's he's like we a slightly. What would I know him from? Superman. Mm, haven't seen it. He's Superman. Mm. Think mm. of the Rock. You can't if, play Superman and James Bond, can you? That's a little unfair to well, everyone else. They booted yeah. him from Superman. What about Hemsworth? Wouldn't uh, he be a good Bond? About, yeah, that would be, be yeah, bad. Yeah, he could probably do Hemsworth. Well, I'm, I got no issue with that. Good, good little Bond? Yeah. Well, he'd be a huge Bond. He's giant. He's big, isn't he? He's it? all on the roids. But again, if Henry Cavill, if you took The Rock and you made him a 3% better actor, <laughs> you would have... Whoa. Yeah. Worse than The Rock, huh? Why is no, Jason no, no, Statham no, not no, even no. a little bit he's on the list? He's 3%, 3% better than I The Rock. I took that as yeah. oh, The Rock okay. was 3% better. No, 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 no. Like 3%. I'm not saying he's better than The Rock by much, but mm-hmm. it's it's a, a notch. Yeah, Statham. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Statham, yeah. Yeah, he's a little bit more Tom Hardy, rough around the edges, though. Yeah, it doesn't quite have the... But maybe know. they need to roughen... Then it's then, it, then it roughing him Ruff, up, roughing up Bond, <laughs> a, a ruffian. Then Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's great. Yeah, all right. But then he breaks away from the whole shaken, not stirred persona. So you know, got got to make sure we keep it classic. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know if I'd place a bet on that one, but I do love that on uh, wherever he, bu- uh, buck Book. bets. Yeah. <laughs> there's all kinds of things to bet on. That's great. DraftKings doesn't have that. No. By the way, I'm not certain that after the NFL season, Buck should be betting on anything, but. Still, well, look. Everybody... Luckily for me, I'm doing better on everything else that I am in ropping the bank. There you go. Everybody goes on a on a cold streak now. If if I gave you, uh, because we've already gone so long, let's just keep going. If I gave you, let's say, fifty thousand dollar bankroll. Sure. Okay, and I'm giving. I'm not giving it to you. I'm giving it to Buck. Oh. Okay. Uh, Damn. And then you <laughs> can answer. I got the question. excited. So I'm going to give you guys both Bucks sports book wherever that is all offering all that entertainment stuff yeah. presidential stuff you can bet on anything worldwide if i gave you fifty thousand dollars in that for one year january 1 to january 1 you bet how would you do would you have more than fifty thousand dollars on that second january 1st 100 percent. yeah how oh i don't think do? i would i think i but i but i also don't think i'd get myself cleaned out uh i think i'd probably be in the 40k range i think i would probably lose a little bit but not much Okay, I have not lost. Now I mainly bet NFL and college football, so I, I I don't count my other stuff. But every year I bet, and I've been doing that for God, I don't know, ten years, and I've yet to have a negative year. Now, yeah, but wait, wait, wait. This is not NFL only. This is this is what I'm saying. Like he's got. There's all kinds of stuff you have to bet on there. Oh, and I have you, to bet and on this all is that. your job. This is you yeah. do this daily. We well, don't have to. You could still just do the NFL, but I'm going to dance around yeah, in the see, Australian have... Open and no, no, uh, no. you know LeBron no, live no, no. scoring I'm, props. That is and not stuff in like the that. spirit of I'm the losing. question. I'm the losing. spirit of the no. question was yeah. all of that stuff at your disposal. Fifty k. Let's get it. I'm losing. Let's try to win some money. <laughs> if you get me outside of football, even if you said I had to bet on sports, but it was non-football, I I think I would be. See, I think you and I. Would have better luck with all the other crap than we would like 
I don't know, NBA or NHL. Well, I think there are better angles to play at times. That's what I mean. If you're like looking for the crumbs, There's right? holes in the market. Yes, exactly. Holes in the market. You start like having George, conversations with the right people. and yeah. George W, 20 to 1, classified docs. Come on, that's a lot. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got a break. That was really long. Really long segment. Now we're going to have a really short segment, but that's okay because the poll question is very simple today. Is Twitter even working for you to post it? I don't know. It wasn't working some time ago. You have to have a future tweet. (laughs) You have to place futures. What? Yeah, no one's allowed to tweet right now, so you're having to, like, the only function for the last couple hours has been future tweets. Jeff Austin cracking down on your guys' crap that you post? Well, that was Danny. We got into a whole thing. Danny's a Twitter guy. But anywho, yeah, Twitter's not working. Oh, for anyone. You have to schedule your tweets Oh. In advance. Yeah, well, I don't know how to do that, so <laughs> you may or may not get a poll question. Could, uh, could be a mental poll. But we'll have one uh, for you here on the air next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Uh, Already behind by a seggy. We're only 30 minutes in, Jeff Rust. By the way, Jeff Rust is in the other room there with Buck, and the Fu Manchu is looking outstanding he's so sexy he's got a shaved head and the a shaved foo. head with the foo is really and i gotta nice. i gotta ask this question is jeff russ slimming down oh is, are we on some sort of new work he says he work? doubts it <laughs> he doubts it but I'm you don't know he's like me never check i'm still waiting for my eight by ten headshot of rusty so that i can put it up in my house because he just makes me smile every damn time i see him <laughs> look at him in there i love him all right, our poll question, it's on Twitter, at 1080thefan, and I did check. It did go up, oh. so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Twitter was down for quite some time. Maybe Elon likes the fan Twitter. 
So it, it's up there, and uh, it is brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, family business helping families for over 60 years, A-A-A-I-A-Q.com. Today, a very simple poll question, Jace. Mm-hmm. Who is the basketball goat? Ah, do you know what goat means? I do. What does it mean? Well, it's a four-legged creature with some horns. I love goats. Big fan. One of my all-time favorite animals. Yes. Which of these two basketball players eats more grass? Mm-hmm. Or trash or weeds or pretty much anything. Michael Jordan mm-hmm. or LeBron James? Well, what about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Can I say Kareem's the goat? No. Why not? Because he's not. Pat Riley said he was. I love Pat Riley. And last time I checked... Maybe I'll put Pat Riley on here. Pat Riley is uniquely qualified to speak on that because he played against and coached against and yeah. was a GM for pretty much everyone in this conversation. He said, Kareem, I'm picking Kareem. Nice. Screw you Going all. Going off the board. That's right. You're Bill Russell, a, all the titles. Such Man, a get renegade. Out of, get out of here with that crap. Yeah, Soup doesn't like uh, black people. Well, so What about Kareem? Oh, yeah. yeah. Also black. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was great last night. Kareem. One of the great activists. Yeah, I don't know what he did, but I I know he had the sky hook. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. Yes, I thought LeBron was going to do a sky hook for the num- to Boy, to break the record when he was there. You know, I I thought that too. Like the magic in the finals coming across with the little baby hook. I was like, do it, do it. I don't think they like each other enough. He was right? practicing in pregame too. LeBron he was. was the hooks. Yeah. See, it didn't seem it seemed a little icy between those two. And I know that Kareem came out today and he said he blames himself for the lack of relationship that he has with LeBron. Yeah. But Kareem doesn't have a relationship with much of anybody. Kareem's pretty icy if you know anything about Jabbar. Uh, you know, read his autobiography. There's there's a couple good documentaries on him. He just grew up at a time. I don't blame him for his. He can be a giant a hole, and he has walled off a lot of people. But if you go and and you look at at the era in which Kareem grew up and what he had to deal with, you know, Kareem was Kareem has a reason for being the way he he is, and I think he softened over the years. And I just don't like that we don't give him his his due. He has more MVPs than anyone else. He has six titles, like Michael does. He had the all time scoring record. One of the great defenders of all time the most dominant high school and college basketball player of all time, make the argument he's the most dominant NBA player of all time, they changed the rules for him. I, I, it's it's hard for me to not have him be in that conversation, but I get it. I understand that it comes down to LeBron or Michael, and I will always be a Michael guy. Um, I have The fact that LeBron is the all-time leading scorer when he's not even a scorer, that is not what he is known for, that is amazing. And his longevity and his dedication to his craft is amazing. The fact that he has three different titles with three different teams, amazing. But he came into the league earlier than Jordan. Jordan took five years off in his career uh, with the two retirements. Jordan had 10 scoring titles to LeBron's one. And I give LeBron all the credit in the world for taking his care of his body and, and, and playing into his 30s. Michael didn't do that. Kareem didn't do it. Well, Kareem did play, but not like this. No one has played at this age. But I still go back to if I who asked me who the greatest player of all time is, to me, there's something about being 6-0 and in the finals. I think he'd be 8-0 if he had never retired. I thought he was a better scorer. He was still an elite defender. He was the all-time competitor. And I think he played in an era where you could actually play defense and, 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 and rough people up. And it still didn't matter. That guy would go out and get 30 on anybody. So, to me, I will always be a Michael guy. I don't have any problem with people saying LeBron is the GOAT. I get why. 
I go back to that final series against the Dallas Mavericks, and I think some of LeBron's finals losses aren't his fault. The first time he got in against the Spurs, he had no business being in that, that finals. He elevated that team to it. But the Spurs were just that much better. But that one against the, the Mavericks, that one stings a little bit. They were better than Dallas in every way, and LeBron did not have a good finals. And Michael, Michael never even got to a Game 7. Six finals, never got to a Game 7, and was a final MVP in every one of those. When the, when the lights matter the most, I'm taking MJ. I just am. All right, vote at 1080 The Fan. We'll come back and uh, relive what happened last night. It was kind of cool, at least I thought. Um, one player didn't think so. Oh, AD, Anthony Davis. <laughs> that is such a bad look. We'll yeah, talk we'll, about uh, being a bitch. Let's talk about it. Next, here is Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, so uh, <clears throat> when I turned on the Lakers-Thunder game last night, as I would normally not do. What? You're not normally checking out Boy. the 13th best team in the Western Conference against, <laughs> well, I think Oklahoma City's probably 15th. He got, I think he was at 16 or 20 points. Mm-hmm. It was like right before the end of the first half. Yeah. And I was watching it going, oh, my God. I was quickly reminded why I don't watch the NBA. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm the best defender in the NBA currently. That's saying something. But I've seen you. Don't the, you think? I've seen you at the Y. I've seen you slap the floor. You well, know what's up? I'll tell you this. I commit to D. <laughs> by the way, uh, shame on me. Oklahoma, Nobody plays defense. Oklahoma City, by the way, uh, they're tied for 11th. Yeah, and there's the, some guy the, named McCroy, or who is that guy? <laughs> who, did you watch it? I did. Who's that white guy for Oklahoma City that's. Couldn't tell you. Out of nowhere. Couldn't tell you. Outside of Shy, like, it's not a, like, you're, you're like, huh? Isn't it Shay? Shay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I at least know that. <laughs> I'm going to go look that guy up here. Uh, anyway, uh, it was really stupid. But then, uh, in the second half, I thought it was cool. LeBron was sitting there with Bronny and Bryce, and he's like, you want me to go get it? And they're like, yeah, go get it. I'm like, oh, he is going to do it tonight. Yeah. Because I thought maybe he wasn't. We talked about this yesterday. Maybe he was going to wait to do it for the Bucks game. Yeah. I didn't know Kareem was going to be there. I thought Kareem was only going to be there for the Milwaukee game, but Kareem was there last night, and so he just went and got it. And uh, at that point, it was uh, it was a cool moment. I thought absolutely. I mean, I thought that was awesome. Uh, you know, 
I mean, it's it's history. It's it's the yeah. record that you know that a lot of people thought was going to be an untouchable record. That's like when Cal broke Lou Gehrig's. It was just something so far out there, no one thought that that anyone could get it. And and again, LeBron is not a he's not a score first guy. You know, that's what was his criticism in early on in his career is that he would pass up in big moments and that he was more of a distributor and he was more Magic Johnson than he was Michael Jordan. Lacks well, a killer instinct. Well, here we are. God, 20 years later, and the dude just broke one of the unbreakable records in sports. You know, yeah, but let's talk more about Josh Giddy. <laughs> it's that. That's who it is. As the random white guy. Yeah, he's. Uh, do you? I knew nothing of him, but apparently he's really good. No, I can't say that I pay a whole lot of attention to uh, what they have going on. He was like the sixth overall pick, too. Some oh. Australian kid. Okay. Anyway, I was impressed with him. Well, yeah, the Thunder have like a million of those picks. Yes. Yeah, well, they got a good one there, it seems. I don't know. He's solid. Pat Beverly wasn't doing a very good job guarding him, but then again, nobody plays defense in the NBA, so it's hard to gauge. <laughs> um, okay, enough ripping on the NBA. Yeah, it was just kind of... I, was, I love how you took one of the cooler <laughs> moments. No, that was just before That the was cool one of the moment. cooler moments that we've no, seen no. in sports, and you, you brought it back to the NBA sucks and why you don't watch well, it. Well, the NBA is terrible. But by the time LeBron got to about 28 to 30... It was must-watch TV at, Absolutely. That, at that point. That yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. And uh, here is what it sounded like when he broke the record. Westbrook to James at the elbow. James turns. The crowd wants it. James free throw line. James Faye jumper. Good! NBA history in Los Angeles. LeBron James. A record that had stood for almost four decades. Now belongs to the king. 38,389 points and climbing. And with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar here in attendance to pass the baton, LeBron James is the NBA's new all-time scoring king. That was pretty good. It's fantastic. Who was that? That was Mark Kestesher of ESPN That's Radio. solid. Because you could tell he didn't have anything holstered. He just yep. was real polished and let the emotion... And they put the stats in there, and it was good. It's a good call. And the crowd going nuts, and there's a great photo. And, of course, now we're all having to crap on society because everybody had their phone out. Except for? Phil Knight. That's right. That's a, and, and that's a, it is. That's an absolute baller, mil, baller move that Phil Knight was just sitting there with his legs crossed. He's like, yeah, I'm checking it out. Courtside. So, yeah, so there's this still picture of LeBron putting up the shot. Is yes. that already up in the Nike headquarters, by the Dude, way? Dude, it's got to be. With that, Phil and LeBron. It's a great photo. And uh, it's from behind LeBron, and Phil is sitting courtside with Bronny and Bryce, mm -hmm. LeBron's kids. And LeBron's about ready to let the shot go. And, boy, you can see clearly all up into the first section of the stands, every person. And yeah. I mean every Everyone. one of them has their phone out yeah. filming the moment, including Bronny and Bryce. And there's Phil Knight <laughs> just sitting there staring like that. Was it the Miller Lite guy at the golf tournament? Do you remember that or Michelob? Remember that there was oh, a oh, there was a Michelob guy, and there was everybody was holding their phones, and there was just some dude guy. standing there holding a Michelob. Yeah, I think it was, and a they made an ad out of yeah, it. Yeah, it was a Michelob Ultra. He like enjoy the there. moment. Yes, and uh, Phil was doing that. I I thought that was awesome. It made me because I'm a Nike guy, but it made me like Nike and Phil Knight even more. Can you imagine? I, yeah, but that shouldn't surprise you, right? No, it what doesn't. But, but I've said this a million times. It baffles me. No matter where you go. You can be at the Grand Canyon. You can be at, at, at this masterful. You can go to the, the Louvre. You can go into a sporting event, concert. 
and everyone has their GD phone out. Like, trust me, dude, there's a million better photos of that moment than what you're going to take with your iPhone. But you got to get it on the gram. What do you think Phil's phone is like? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, was there a phone in his pocket? I got a buddy of mine that, that might know that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, I, I'd be intrigued. I'm I just send a text. I, yeah, I just love the idea that you can watch a moment and you don't need like you spent all that money to watch history and you didn't even watch it live. You watched it through your screen. It's it's weird. I do. I, I think that that's a very very weird thing that we have going on. Just so you can prove to someone that you were there or that you can you know, like you can put it on Instagram or TikTok and be like, look where I was at. As opposed to just sitting back and, and watching history. I don't know. Now, oh, is Buck in there? Oh, there he is. Uh, I think we have the local. Do you remember John Ireland? I do remember John Ireland. Friend of our broadcast, yes. John Ireland? Yeah. Voice he's of the, the Lakers. He's the Lakers play-by-play guy, the local guy, and here's what his call sounded like. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! There it is! Oh, hail! The new king in town! Young and old, gather round! From one iconic Laker to another, the king, LeBron James, has cast the captain! Okay, so he thought of that. He thought of it. And and, and it's kind of cool that it was Laker to Laker and Kareem's there and hands him the ball. So, yeah, so I can see why he went down that road. Yeah. The local broadcast. The only person that didn't care was Anthony Davis. Yeah, what was up with that? That's a really terrible look. So Anthony Davis was out of the game, and he was kind of towards the end of the bench. And LeBron's going down, right? And and he gets the ball, whatever, the, the top of the key. And everyone on the bench stands up. Everybody. And they're all sitting there. He needs, you know, needs one point to or two points to break it, one to tie it. And you're like, you, there's no way he's passing this ball. And everyone's on. Everyone in the crowd is up. Everyone's filming. And all of his teammates are up. And Anthony Davis actually turns, looks at LeBron, and then goes and sits down on the bench. He's the only one in the arena sitting down. LeBron hits the shot. Everyone goes apes. Anthony Davis doesn't see it. And then when everyone's cheering, he just puts his head down. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I, I, you know that there's someone watching you, even if you're not into the moment. My God, optics, my man. Yeah, well, he didn't care. It's all about him, right? Like, I mean, isn't that... I, I feel like there were two Lakers that just could not handle that the night was about LeBron. One of them was Anthony Davis, yes. and he had to be pouty about it. Yeah. And then after the game, in classic NBA player fashion, he took the high road and wouldn't really talk about it and just said all the right things about LeBron breaking the record. Yeah. So it's just like, dude, all right, we clearly saw you were trying to send a message or yeah. you were upset or you hate LeBron. What what's going on? And then he doesn't answer. It's just yeah. it's mad. These guys are exhausting. Yeah. And then Russell Westbrook <laughs> couldn't handle it. Apparently he got into it with the coach at halftime. Yeah. And over, I, and over I, lingering on the floor after being subbed out. Yeah, and I and I firmly believe that both of these guys are guys that are incapable of giving that moment to LeBron. Yeah. They just can't do it. And maybe even it's it, it may not even be conscious. They're just they can't handle someone else. LeBron that that moment was all about LeBron. No yeah. one cares about the Lakers. The Lakers yeah. suck, dude. And this idea that that was a must-win game and it was so big why is everyone continue to think that the Lakers are going to do anything like make the playoffs? They're terrible. Clearly they're broken. I don't know what it is. I, I think it's an interesting conversation to find out what the hell's going on with them. Did LeBron 
kill them like Kyrie's killing the Nets? Who is to blame for why the Lakers suck so bad? That's an interesting discussion because they should not suck as bad as they do. No. That said, that was all about LeBron last night, and those two schmucks couldn't handle it. No. They had to insert themselves. And, and when you want to say, or when you ask what's wrong with the Lakers, look, I think there's <laughs> that right there speaks volumes that you're, you're, you're on the floor. With yeah, one exactly. of the with the great moments in my history, and you did exactly what you said. So, you, do you think that 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 I, means AD is the problem, or do you think that that means LeBron and AD? LeBron is so hard to play with that AD's like, dude, I'm I don't want any more. I I, get, I I don't want any part of this guy. I get that LeBron probably is a lot to deal with, but the, the problem lies in Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. When you look at where LeBron has succeeded. And you look at what Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook have done. Stop it. This is this is a AD Russell Westbrook problem. This is not a LeBron James problem. LeBron James has won everywhere he's been, and he's having an unbelievable season at 38. He's not the same player yeah. that he once was. This is not a LeBron James problem. You know, Skip Bayless loves to make it a, a LeBron problem, and we love to poke holes in him because he's LeBron's kind of a he's kind of an ass. But so was Kareem, and so was Michael. Yeah, exactly. That's the other one too. We have a little bit revisionist history for the LeBron haters. Look, there was plenty to hate about Michael Jordan. You want to talk about being a teammate? Like we all watched the Last Dance. One of the great clips was Michael when he when he teared up about, you know, he said the you know, hey, some people may see this and say he's not a good guy, and he was this and he was that. Michael made no apologies for it, and and maybe maybe that's why people love him is that he was that assassin and just Kobe was this way, and LeBron is a little more passive aggressive and kind of bitchy when it comes towards it, but. You don't get to be Kobe and LeBron and Michael by being Steve Nash. It doesn't. It, it doesn't happen. It's just. It's so I. Th- this is. And if you're a weak-minded person, and I truly believe that Russell Wilson and Anthony Davis are both phenomenal talents. Uh, you know, Hall of Fame type players. I think they're mentally fragile. I think they're mentally weak. Well, they're soft. Yeah. So yes. can I also? I think there may be one other element at play here. And I think since LeBron has gotten to LA, with the exception of the bubble, LeBron's been all about LeBron and his personal business. I still yeah. believe he's been a great basketball player, but I think he's he's showing up to work and he's punching in and punching out. And I don't think he's the same leader and teammate that he's been in other locations. And I don't. Not that's not to say he's not playing hard, but I think he's just kind of handling his business and that's that. I don't think the LeBron's tough to play with. He's an ass. He's a diva. Like I think that all could be true, but I think it's more that LeBron's got other well, stuff going on now. He's got his, uh, his his tequila and his movies and his you know all and his boardroom and all that. It's it's a fair point to say that perhaps AD and Westbrook. Everything you said, I tend to agree with Souk. But then on Buck's side of the thing, it is fair to say because we don't really know what's going on. No. It's fair to say that LeBron has gone there and has different priorities, and those guys are pissed off because they're in the well. Russ Westbrook's not, but Anthony Davis prime. could be considered in his prime, right. and they had already won the title, the bubble title, and he's like he's looking around, going, "Dude, this guy is doesn't care about anything but himself." That's fair. If that's, I mean, we don't know if that's happening, yeah. but that has, I think, to give LeBron the benefit of the doubt, that has not happened in other instances where he's. Yeah, he's been. But yeah, it is weird. I thought it was weird last night to look at this and think back to like, I don't know, 10 years ago, wherever he was 10 years ago. And you and I were doing the show. And if I were to tell you that LeBron's going to break the scoring record, but he's going to do it as a Laker. You'd be like, ooh, that's weird. Right. Very weird. It's weird to see him with the Lakers. It's weird to see that they suck, even with Anthony Davis and him. And it's just like something's it's just something's not right. And it's to say that it's not all LeBron, we don't know that. But I, I tend to think that Anthony Davis 
I mean, if you want a poster child for today's soft as butter NBA player, I give you Anthony Davis. You could you could do a lot worse making him the poster child. Although just a baby. Russell Westbrook is also on that list and you have <laughs> Yeah, but there was a time when Russell Westbrook was a killer out on the court. Yeah. And Anthony Davis never had that. No. Never no, had that. But you both have two very problematic people that have had a hard time getting yeah. along with people. And it's the one thing you say about LeBron, wherever he's been, you know, there's Yeah, he ain't soft. He's not soft. That dude is not soft. No. He's he's he's, he's kind of tough a, to deal with, but he's not soft. No. Uh, all right. Uh, hear what LeBron said after the game. Will it be bleeped? Next on the fan. Hey, maybe the Lakers will trade Anthony Davis. Well, that's some people think that's one of the reasons why maybe there's a rift there. Is LeBron is you know oh, trying to orchestrate stuff behind you know the the closed doors. The last one I heard was they were looking at trying to bring back D'Angelo Russell because yeah I saw that they're just You're getting it, rid of Westbrook. Yeah, at this but point bring back that? anyone exactly. No deal they're going to make. No, like the Kyrie one was mildly interesting if they could have gotten involved in that. But yeah, with Kyrie, AD, yeah, and, and LeBron, and LeBron but, it would probably still implode. But yeah, there's nothing three good players. There's nothing that LA is going to do. And again, they're like 13th in the West. What about Dallas? Anthony Davis to Dallas. My Mavericks. Again, what exactly is Dallas giving up for that? I mean, I don't know. What's Anthony Davis cost? I have no idea. I'm no GM. But I think it would be cool to see Anthony Davis play with Kyrie and Luka. Sure. That'd be badass. Yeah, maybe then he would give a damn and stop being the softest player in the NBA. Well, he'd still be soft. But if he gave a damn, that's, I mean, he's still a good player. Yeah, but again, L.A. LA is in the definition of win mode now. They're, They're not trading Anthony Davis for future assets. Or, you know, the the Dinwiddie, Mm -hmm. Finney Smith trade. If it's broken, I mean, again, this idea that the Lakers have any sort of hope right now is ridiculous. Well, that's I mean, they just don't. That's fine, but you're you're still not giving up one of the 10 most talented players in the NBA for future whatever when you have a 38-year-old LeBron James on your team. Well, they might, actually, because LeBron only has one year left. Yeah, with them, if you if you and so if, they may if, just if be you, like, dude, want to punt on everything. LeBron, you're out. Yeah, I, I, why would you not punt on everything if you're the Lakers? Because like, you have you... that one year left. That's the only. I mean, if if you know he's going after that one year, you know you can't get Bronny to get him to stay, and that chance is one out of whatever, one out of thirty one yeah. or thirty two. I, I get why you would hold on to him now, even if you think it's kind of broken, because it's the last semblance of being able to chase this championship down it's before it's definitely totally broken. Broken. It is not kind of broken. It, maybe they can get Durant. I mean, well, no, Durant's under contract, so they can't trade for Durant. No. Durant wanted out of Brooklyn. I understand, but again, L.A. has nothing to like. They don't. They well, didn't Anthony have, Davis. They don't have a trade package that's 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 could get Kyrie Irving. Who's that little white guy? That the point guard. The little white guy. Yeah. Who's that guy? Uh, for the Lakers. Yeah, Caruso. Uh, oh, send him <laughs> over there. He's long gone, isn't he? <laughs> Doesn't Alex, he play for like Atlanta or something? Alex Caruso. No, you know what? I Where heard does he play for now. I heard him rumored in a trade this morning on Dirt and Sprague with. Uh, is he he's on the Raptors now? Maybe is he a rap? Maybe my Raptors. I can't. I can't remember now. But just, I did. I, I did hear Caruso connection. I just love that you threw me for a loop with the little white guy, and I'm like little white ant. Bulls. He plays for the Bulls, guys. Anthony Caruso. Yeah, he's all ripped now. Though. Alex Caruso. Or, uh, uh, Alex Caruso. Or, yeah. Alex Caruso. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Do something. <laughs> Lakers, what are you going to do? You're either going to go get LeBron help 
or you're going to punt. Like, they suck. They're, they're just like the Blazers. They're, like, stuck in the middle. I understand, but, again, when you don't have – it's the same problem with Portland. When you don't have assets, it's, it's hard to well, go Well, you have out. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a coveted asset. Make no mistake. Teams would want Anthony Davis, yes, but especially if Anthony Davis is being a little bitch. But this is the same, the same thing. If you trade Anthony Davis, you're trading Anthony Davis to a contender. No team is looking to build around Anthony Davis as a young team. So any contending team that's taking on Anthony Davis is not going to give L.A. back anything that's going to make them good right now. Is there? They need that to put with Anthony Davis. It's like you're in this this weird wash. It's the same thing with Portland. Like you can give up Nurk, you can give up Hart, you can give up whatever. But if you're sending those, those are players that that need to go to a contending well, team, and you're not getting anything back. But you are though. You could you could because you could have. I'm. I guarantee you. Maybe this is why Anthony Davis was pissed. They were probably talking about a Kyrie Irving deal that included him. That's probably what they were talking about. So all of these guys and included Anthony Davis. Yes. No. Guaranteed. No. I bet they were. Dude. And I bet that's why he was pissed. Well, all I'm saying is all of these malcontent guys, all of these guys that are good players, but Kyrie falls into this. Anthony Davis falls into this. Uh, obviously, Russell Westbrook falls into this. Sounds like D'Angelo Russell is still one of these. Um, maybe James Wiseman is out there. I don't know if he falls into that category. They're all, they're all traded for one another. They're all just moved around like chess pieces. We've seen this with Harden. We've seen this with, uh, well, KD's kind of done it a little bit to himself. And who else is out there that's done it? Just there's there's the smattering of guys that are sort of like the, they're, I don't want to call them all malcontents, but they're just guys that are good, but they just get rotated for one another. And that's what I'm saying is the Lakers, if they're going to stay in this win-now mode and they have LeBron and want to go for it for one more year, I think they could trade Anthony Davis and get something back because, again, there's a lot of guys like Anthony Davis that want out of their current situation, just like he may want out of L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I say a lot. Some. I'm just of the belief that you're getting nothing back close to a return on, on Anthony Davis. The only thing you could trade for Anthony Davis that would be worth a damn would be if you just decided to scrap it and you just go young. And you traded him to a contender that wanted to give you young assets and wanted to give you draft picks, and you just said, we're going to hit the reset button. But you can't trade someone like Anthony Davis or one of those and get anything back of significance in return that's going to make you better right now. See Kyrie Irving. Well, that's what I'd be doing if I were their GM. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens here. Trade deadline's tomorrow? Thursday, yeah, tomorrow, uh, yeah, tomorrow at noon. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Okay, so let's hear from LeBron. Will it be bleeped out next on The Fan? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.